Welcome to Furniture Industry News for December 15th, 2023, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the decrease in furniture and home furnishing sales, XPO's acquisition of service centers, the job creation from reshoring and foreign direct investment, the stock market rally for furniture and mattress shares, and FlexSteel's efforts to balance its supply chain and attract young consumers through various strategies. According to the Department of Commerce's advanced monthly estimates, furniture and home furnishing sales in November displayed some improvement, although the category still lagged behind the pace set in 2022. Furniture and home furnishing stores reported adjusted sales of $10.736 billion, a decrease of 7.3% compared to November 2022's $11.579 billion. However, there was a slight increase of 0.9% when compared to October's sales of $10.642 billion. Looking at the year as a whole, the furniture and home furnishings category accumulated $121.962 billion in sales through 11 months a decline of 5.5% compared to the same period last year. In terms of the overall retail picture, total sales across all measured categories amounted to $705.692 billion, marking a 4.1% increase compared to 2022 and a 0.3% increase compared to October. In terms of year-over-year comparisons, the furniture category experienced a steeper decline in sales than any other category except gas stations, which reported a 9.4% drop. The building material and garden equipment and supplies dealers category also experienced a year-over-year decrease, falling 2.5%. Logistics and less-than-truckload leader XPO has successfully acquired 28 service centers from Yellow Corp., in a bid worth $870 million. The acquisition was recently approved by the Delaware Bankruptcy Court, approximately four months after Yellow, the third largest provider of less-than-truckload services in the country, filed for bankruptcy. XPO executives have hailed this deal as a unique opportunity. CEO Mario Harrick referred to the purchase as a -a once-in-a-generation venture. He stated that the acquisition of real estate presents a significant chance to expand capacity in crucial freight markets, generate additional employment opportunities, and better serve XPO's customers. Harik expressed his anticipation for integrating these prime sites to bolster network efficiency and drive the company's growth over the next decade. With this acquisition, XPO adds approximately 3,000 new doors to its existing count of 17,000. This move is seen as a strategic enhancement to XPO's national network, with the addition of prime real estate in rapidly expanding freight markets such as Atlanta, Brooklyn, Columbus, Greensboro, Houston, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, Minneapolis, Nashville, Portland, and central Pennsylvania. Yellow, which had been in operation for 99 years, filed for bankruptcy in early August, shortly after shutting down all its operations. This bankruptcy filing marked the largest ever for a trucking company in the United States, considering its workforce of over 30,000 employees. According to a recent report from the Reshoring Initiative, higher tech industries are leading in job creation, accounting for approximately 65% of employment opportunities. In the first half of this year, Reshoring and foreign direct investments brought back around 180,000 jobs to the United States. 
The report suggested that this rate of job growth would result in a total of nearly 366,000 jobs for the entire year, across 1,614 individual examples of companies expanding in North America. Reshoring represents about 59% of the total jobs announced, while foreign direct investments account for the remaining 41%. The top driver of job growth was the electrical equipment, appliances, and components industry, including EV batteries, which accounted for 41% of the total jobs created. Computer and electronic products, driven by computer chips and solar panels, followed with 24% of the total jobs, while chemicals accounted for 14% and transportation equipment for 11%. The report also highlighted the top 10 states for nearshoring, with Kentucky leading at 14% of the total jobs, followed by Georgia at 10%, South Carolina at 9%, and North Carolina and Ohio at 6% each. Factors cited for bringing manufacturing back to the U.S. included government incentives, good supply chains, proximity to the market, availability of a skilled workforce, infrastructure, and reduced supply chain risks. The report also noted that nearshoring to neighboring Mexico or Canada increased, with Mexico surpassing China as America's largest trading partner. Additionally, the disruption of supply chains during the pandemic played a significant role in the shift towards domestic production within the furniture industry. The report highlighted the importance of reshoring and nearshoring as insurance against geopolitical disruptions and emphasized that a substantial portion of what is currently imported from China could be sourced domestically at equal or greater profitability. Overall, the report predicts that the cumulative number of jobs brought back since 2010 will reach approximately 2 million by the end of this year, representing nearly 40% of the jobs lost to offshoring before 2010. This week's stock market rally had a positive impact on most furniture and mattress companies, resulting in an increase in share prices. However, Bassett Furniture, Purple Innovation, and FlexSteel experienced a decline in their share prices. The Dow Jones Industrial Average reached a new milestone, surpassing 37,000, following the news that the Federal Reserve might implement three interest rate cuts in 2024, contributing to the overall positive sentiment. In the retail sector, the Department of Commerce released data showing a 4.1% year-over-year increase in sales. This further adds to the optimistic outlook for the economy. Turning our attention to specific furniture industry stocks, there were notable movements during Wednesday's trading. Big Lots experienced significant growth, with a 10.97% increase, reaching $7.08. Culp had a 0.9% increase, reaching $5.59. RH experienced substantial growth with a 12.15% increase, reaching $283.82. Sleep Number witnessed an impressive 16.23% increase, reaching $16.24. Wayfair experienced a 9.34% increase, ending at $56.92. These movements reflect the dynamic nature of the stock market and provide insights into the performance of various furniture industry stocks during Wednesday's trading session. FlexSteel is prioritizing two key goals for 2024, balancing their supply chain and attracting millennial Gen Z consumers. Recognizing the potential disruptions in the industry and broader economy, FlexSteel has made significant progress in achieving a 50-50 mix between North American and imported products. 
Now the company is further focused on moving components out of China to explore new markets, aiming to prevent potential disruptions. In addition to supply chain balancing, FlexSteel aims to bring younger consumers into partner stores. To achieve this goal, the company has developed a strategy that includes expanding best-selling product groups and focusing on trend-focused designs. FlexSteel plans to invest in their people, new product innovation, and customer experience, emphasizing the importance of marketing to expose the brand and products to younger consumers. The company aims to drive more consumers to their retailer partners' physical retail stores and digital storefronts in 2024 by scaling their marketing investment. FlexSteel also plans to continue evolving and expanding their best-selling product groups, such as Flex, Zecliner, and Sky, and introducing new collections of their outdoor products. Diversification of the supply chain remains a priority to mitigate potential disruptions. To attract younger consumers, FlexSteel has implemented a new product development strategy that targets lower price points, offers transitional and on-trend styles, and emphasizes sustainability. They are also investing in digital content and delivering prescriptive turnkey marketing campaigns to engage and attract younger consumers. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry. And make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 